0: Hey there. Welcome to Jam with Jen, empowering your pivot. I'm an ex-corporate girl turned chiropractor who is on a mission to help others make their dream a reality. I'll be sharing real stories from people who have made that leap into living a life of success on their terms. Making the leap isn't always sunshine and rainbows, but it's about showing you that you too Can have the freedom of life you desire. So let's jump right in. Hey, hey, hey! We are back with another episode where I am interviewing Tracy Patterson with Indie Copy. So in this episode, Tracy is going to talk about her pivot into becoming more of a copywriter, but then niching down even further and looking at writing quizzes for companies or small businesses, and really helping out with that sales page. And we talk about how sales kind of has gotten that negative connotation in the past, Um, but really what Tracy looks at is finding that common ground between what you have to offer and what somebody's looking for so that you can kind of communicate back and forth and have that overall common ground. So I'm really excited about this episode, so let's jump in so you guys can get to know Tracy a little bit better. All right, welcome everybody back to another episode of Jam of Jen. Today I have Tracy Patterson on. She is a corporate, or a past corporate executive, worked in that corporate world, and now has transitioned and is running her own business, Indie Copy. So welcome, Tracy. Hello. Thank you for having me. Yeah. Do you want to share a little bit about yourself? Sure. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So, um, yeah, I'm, I am Tracy and I am a quiz funnel and conversion copywriter. So, uh, I write uh, quiz funnels and conversion copy, which is the kind of copy that's meant to sell. And I do that for business owners that are pivoting and launching new offers because you know, it's great to go on a new journey, but you need an audience and you need people who want to go on that journey with you, right? So in addition to creating those kind of quiz funnels, um, I also work with at corporate people still, but with their business development teams, teaching what um, I have called a client first framework where I craft the client centered messaging, like everything from voicemails to emails to their sales decks. So it, it's all about the actual um, customer and, and it fills their sales funnel with the right type of customer that's primed for their services. So um, I have worked with and mentored entrepreneurs and startups for over a
0: decade and I'm pleased to be here with you. Perfect. So how long have you been running IndieCappy?
1: Uh I am on two years now by myself. I was working out of an agency before and I've done some NDA work, some non-disclosure work. So as doing things where I can shout it from the rooftops that this is me doing work
0: for people. Um, yes, I am in my second year of that. Congrats. So ha- bef- before the two years, were you working in like the funnel, like working with like funnels um, and uh, the quizzes as well? Or were you doing something a little different? Different, yeah. Yeah, okay. and, and the the quizzes was something that
1: came to me um, through, through kind of kind of a funny path, but like the, the sales messaging as a whole, mm-hmm. it's one of those things that you kind of, um, you know, like you look back on and kind of connect the dots and, and you see how it all has lined up. But at the time, uh, I just kind of noticed that whether it was when I was a consultant or whether it was when, like, regardless of my actual job title. I was always working with the business development teams or the sales teams and helping them, um, with their, their messaging and their sales decks, uh, because it, it was always centered around how great the company was, you know, how, how wonderful we were doing things and raw rah, us and never about what it was that we were actually going to do for the customers that we were trying to get. And I was like, this is so backwards. This is, yeah. this isn't right. You know, this, this isn't the way it's supposed to be. And, and I was like, so I, I started changing all of that. And then one day it just kind of hit me. It's like, well, why don't I just do that? I, I know that writing sales messaging is a job. It's a thing. So why don't I go into writing, you know, sales messaging at, as, a, as a full-time gig? And that was when I, I like went down and started um, really delving into the wonderful world that is copywriting. Is that that is the, the wordy part of marketing.
0: Yeah. I was going to ask, like, that's like what you do seems very like niche down, which is awesome. And I was going to say like, how did you even get down that, that pathway? But that's really cool. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so
1: yeah, yeah. The, the part that I do, um, with the corporate side, that is because I, for me, just that, that whole world needs to change, you know, it, it can't, we cannot continue to have a sales culture that is transactional thinking.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It needs to be relational thinking. You know, it, it can't be, you know, what are you going to do for me? Um, you know, what, what am I going to get out of this? And now, now I'm done with you and I'm gonna move on, right? It has to be, we are gonna have many different interactions as we move around this world together. So how are we going to interact now and in the future? Sometimes we'll be helping each other make a connection. Sometimes we will be exchanging our offers and buying things from each other. But other times we just need to build a better and stronger community together online and offline, right? And you can't do that with transactional mindset. So part of having someone that is more conscientious about sales messaging, writing the sales messaging, is -hmm. that I get to control that narrative and I get to teach people the business owners and the corporate uh, business development teams, that that win-win strategy and how you really do get more and that, you know, it, it's not dividing up pieces of the pie and everybody just takes them and then there's nothing left. Like that is so old, old, and none of that exists anymore. And we need to evolve way past that. And that that's me getting on my soapbox, but <laughs> that, that is the part that matters to me so much. Um, and quizzes are just fun, So yeah. I'm, I'm actually turning that, that corporate side into a course. So that way, uh, it's not live and in-person because you know, 2020 was a very legitimate thing and there's not a whole lot of live and in-person things anymore. Right. So, um, I'm moving that, that live training into a course. And then my quiz work I do with my small businesses because it, it gives them a, a high touch work with me. And it's, it's fun, it's so much fun. And it brings them like so many valuable, real um, potential clients.
0: Yeah. So tell me more, um, is that like what you just shared, is that really like your mission through the business or goal is to like kind of change how people are seeing the sales side, or I guess sales has such like a negative connotation sometimes when reality it's the storytelling side. Exactly. Yes. And, you know, and and that's the thing. It's
1: like, we get to change that. You know, we get to fix it by deciding how we conduct our sales. Mm -hmm. We are not at anyone's mercy. You know, we don't have to do something just because it's been done that way for 200, 300 years and beyond we get to decide just like someone decided a long time ago, we can decide now and I'm drawing a line in the sand and it is not like that anymore. So anybody that wants to work with me, anybody that, you know, delves into my funnel, whether I'm writing their messaging or they are, you know, one of my clients, that's just not how it works. And, and you know, it's so whether um, I'm talking to people and coaching them in clubhouse rooms or in my email sequences or, you know, as, as like direct clients, that that's what you get, you know, because it, it has to stop. It is so toxic and it's not fair to the people who work in that environment or to the customers and clients who are trying to, um, you know, take up what, what really are good products and good offers from companies. It doesn't have to have that nastiness involved. So let's just cut it out. Just stop it.
0: Yeah. And I think sometimes when individuals and I am this happens to me too, we're so like in tuned or understand our subject that we want to share with the public that we write it in words that the average person wouldn't even understand. So then yeah. you can help like pretty much break that all out and share and ex- better put the story together, I guess. Does that make sense?
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, that, that's definitely like a lot of what I do is I, I end up translating you know, and I become like, like a mediator between yeah. the two different parties. So that way everybody can kind of understand because often you're saying what you want, they're saying what they provide and it's the same thing. You're just talking cross purposes, right? Mm-hmm. So it, it, it's breaking that apart and it's finding that common ground so that way you both understand that you are saying the same thing. And, and it cuts through that frustration and you both are saying, oh, I hear you, I see you, I get it. That is what I want. What you're offering is it? That is what's going to work for me. Oh, I love this. Oh, I love you too. Hey, this is awesome.
0: You know, <laughs> and then, then you both get to go about your merry way, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. So you talked a little bit about um, how you pivoted into this, but was there anything that was really like monumental that caused this pivot, or did you kind of start it on the side? the the indie copy and then keep growing that while you were working still at a another job? How did that all work? Yeah, no. Um, yeah, so
1: I I ended up leaving where I was at and just kind of like going through the holidays and figuring out what was I going to do? What did I I knew where I wanted to go, but I didn't know how to get there yet. Right, Mm -hmm. you know, because that's whenever we have these kind of ideas. And we get these little sparks and we're like, okay, how do we take this spark and really ignite it? You know, how, how do we, how do we light this into where we're headed next? Um, and, and it, it was kind of, kind of funny. Um, because I, I was, I was reading an actual physical magazine and, um, I was, I was, wanting to, to look more into someone that was in this article. So I, I opened up my dusty old Instagram app. And this is something that I haven't even like looked at in seriously like almost a year because just so, social media is not my thing. Uh, I'm really bad. I'm really bad at it. And so I, I opened it up. I hadn't looked at it for years or sorry for ages. Um, and I see this ad go by as I'm trying to find the person I'm actually looking for. And it, and the ad was for how to become a copywriter. And, and, and it was just so like, I, I hadn't even typed those words into Google yet. Right. So the, and, and here, here's a jargon word. The pixel wasn't firing. The little bots weren't after me because they didn't know that I was on this hunt to become a copywriter because I hadn't even like typed it in to, to Google yet. But here was this ad from, from this, this lovely, lovely, kind-hearted, um, wonderful person. Her name is uh, Sarah Turner. And, and talking about a, a masterclass and a workshop that she teaches all about how to become a copywriter. And that leads you into her course. So that was stage one for me. And, and I was like, that's it, I'm all in. That's exactly what I was looking for. Uh, I don't know why, how it ended up randomly on this, you know, ad for me, but I'm glad it did. Um, And then I found this hugely supportive community and this myriad of types of, of copywriting, because, you know, like so many professions, there's more than just one kind, right? Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, you know that with what you do, there's so many different kinds of what we are. Like I'm a conversion copywriter. There's content writers. I write quizzes. I write sales messages. There's people that um, do social media ads, there's all these different types and we all get to kind of hang out in our little worlds. but we are all very, very supportive. And um, we all just enjoy kind of geeking out over words
0: together and and hanging out together. That's really cool. Um, So when you were going through this pivot, do you find support um, other than like this group and anyone else, like your family or friends? Yeah. Kind, yes.
1: Yes. You know, I mean, because I, I know like a lot of people, they, they kind of wonder it's, it's like, well, did, did, did anybody give you any trouble or, or, you know, did you have any, any what ifs? Yeah. Right? You know, that that's often a, a lot of um, the, the fear that comes into this. And honestly, like in a lot of places, we are our biggest critics. We are our biggest fears. And we will project that criticism onto other people and we'll say, oh, our parents will think this about us. Our spouse will think this about us. You know, our partner, our fill in the blank, right? Mm -hmm. They're going to think all these negative things about us. And really that's our own fear that we haven't dealt with yet and that we haven't met face to face yet, right? Yeah. For myself, I knew, yeah, I had those because I was like, I know I want to go all in. I know I can do this, but I don't know how to do this yet. So I got to figure that out. Um, as far as like people on the outside, if anybody like had an issue with it or didn't think I could do it, they knew better than to say anything. (laughs) That's good. (laughs) Right. Yeah. I mean, I, I have four degrees. So, you know, they're probably thinking, why are you going and learning a skill? You know, why, why, like you have this traditional education, you have all of this kind of stuff. And because you don't need that to be a phenomenal copywriter. But I do use it and I, I tap into all of that knowledge and into my corporate background in order to really like delve into the offers and mm-hmm. the funnels that I create for my clients. You know, especially, so whether I'm going toe to toe with a corporate executive or whether I'm helping a small business owner who doesn't quite understand the the, the huge over arc of what marketing is and what a marketing message is, you know, um, I, I can help explain that because I understand it, you know, because I do know it intimately. So I can go into all of that. So it's not traditional corporate, but
0: I mean, I've never cared about being traditional. (laughs) That's good. (laughs) I've always said like, I pretty much like marched the beat of my own drum. Just like if I come up with something that I really want to do, I'm like, okay, I don't know how I'm going to do this, but we'll figure it out. Right. And there, and there's so
1: much fun in that, you know, and, and it scares people and that's okay. Yeah. You know, th- there's, there's a bit of joy in that, in that scare. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I love that quote that says, um, fear is just excitement that needs to like breathe a little bit more. Yeah, You know, it, it's like, you just kind of have to slow that down, slow that down. But it's like, you can get through this. You've got this. Mm-hmm.
0: And you know what, it's like that, how we are talking about not knowing the roadmap of how you were going to get to that, this like being a copywriter, like you saw it, you didn't know how you were going to get there, and I think that's everybody almost goes through that. Like most people don't have this perfect roadmap of how they're going to like get to their destination, um, and that that's what I think makes the journey so much more fun because you don't need, you know, follow a specific plan. Right. If that makes sense.
1: Yeah, exactly. Um, but that's oh, also absolutely yeah.
0: I mean, that's where like imposter syndrome can come in too, because you're like, oh crap, like I don't know the, I don't know how to get there. So I'm going to, going to try to figure this out. And then you question yourself.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You know, and, and the best thing like to remember with, with imposter syndrome is you can't be an imposter if you're being yourself. Yes. Right. You know, I mean, cause it's, it's you. And, and, you know, yeah, sometimes you kind of have to, Unlayer to figure out who you are again, you know, because there's all those shoulds and all those expectations that you kind of have to shake off and, and get away, you know, from in order to like be yourself again. But you are not that other person who's been doing this business for seven years or 11 years or five years, even, you know, or even just two years. You're you. And this is the path that you're on right now. And as long as you remember that, it's like you you got this because you are right where you need to be for the path that you're on right now and all you have to do is take that one next step you don't have to take those all those steps that you need to catch up with that person you just have to take the next step that you need to do in order to keep going where you're at right now mm-hmm. you know so it, it's like you, you can't be an imposter when you are yourself and that there's there's beauty in that there's kind of like comfort in that
0: yeah what have you found to be like the most challenging thing with this pivot? I mean, all of it
1: in a good way. <laughs> right. Cause I, 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 love me a challenge. Um, you know, I, I do. I do. Because it, it's, it is heart racing. Uh, you know, I mean, everything begins and ends with, with you, with, with us. Right. Uh, it, it all hinges. On us, um, what systems we create, what relationships we cultivate, every single choice we make. It all lives and breathes in us. But that can be absolutely exhilarating and terrifying, but absolutely exhilarating when you let it, you know, the late nights, the trial and errors, um, like all of the learning experiences that you go to, that you know, that like you go through, they all culminate into like, creating the absolute best experience and the best result for your client. So when they have this big, huge win, you created that, you know, when you had this big, huge win, you created that. If you mess up or you failed, all you did was learn something, you know, I mean, a, a fail is just a stepping stone towards the next thing that you're going to try. So that way you can keep making it better. You know, I mean, it, it's it's just amazing to see the transformations and the the courage and the strength and the rapid rapid change that you make in yourself whenever you go that you know whenever you take these kind of journeys because you are all in on you and you are all in on whatever dream, whatever pivot, whatever whatever you want to do. So I mean, it is it is mystical, magical, and and wonderful all at the same time. And it's not for everybody, but that's also pretty cool. You know, yeah. we're, we're our own little breed of people. And I like it. Very cool.
0: I can't help it. I do. <laughs> <laughs> that's the best part. Um, what's been the most rewarding? I mean, you kind of talked about some of the rewarding with like the challenging, but is there anything that's been like the most rewarding yeah. thing?
1: Uh, it. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I think it, it is the because to to me they they do roll into one um so the the rewarding parts are even like like looking back just just a week or even so i'm i'm in this phase of my business right now where i am really trying to hone in on the systems those boring little things that you have to get right in order to you know like polish up your business right
0: mm-hmm. in order
1: to not manually um, you know, have to push all the buttons yourself, you know, to kind of like really put in some good automations. And, and it's something that I've wanted to do for a while, but because there were other things I was still trying to hone in on and I was still trying to get clear on, I, I wasn't really ready yet. So even just thinking from December when I was like, okay, I'm going to take the rest of this month off and I'm just going to fix this part of my business. I'm just going to streamline I'm gonna get all of these things ready. I'm gonna get my CRM taken care of, and it's gonna be a glorious in the new year. And of course the new year came around and it wasn't done yet, you know? <laughs> but now here I am in February and I'm like, oh, I can totally do that. And I know I can do that in two days because I'm now ready for that step. So just like that month and a half, like that's what I mean by that, that rapid transformation. kind of thing that like in a corporate life you see after two years three years four years of trying to work your way up of trying to build that credibility and that team that you get in a month you know whenever you are running your own business and that i mean that's really like rewarding and that builds up that faith in yourself even stronger and even faster and then you do keep going stronger and you do keep going stronger and you're like i can do this i can
0: what would um what would you tell your younger self um like at, like what you know today or things that you've learned today what would you tell your younger self um about things that you can do to succeed or just grow as a as a person i would say the
1: biggest thing that i have learned that I, that i would i would love to tell her and and everyone, um, you know, like all all, all, the, all the little ones out there would be, don't underestimate skill and don't over value talent. I think a lot of times, a, a, a lot of effort, a lot of energy, a lot of pride goes into what people are talented at, naturally talented at. And so then they pour all of their time and energy into developing those natural talents further mm-hmm. um you know because that that's the way it was when, when i was growing up you know whether it was for me or whether it was the other kids like some people were really good at this sport or that sport or, or you know this talent this singing you know this whatever right what all, all the little things that we were good at like the gifted and talented classes that we were in all that kind of stuff but most things in life are a skill and you can learn anything you want. It does not matter if you are talented at it. It doesn't matter. If you want to learn it, learn it and just keep doing it and keep doing it. You know, I mean, that, that is like the beautiful thing about it. And why on earth did I not learn that until I was 30? You know, (laughs) I mean, because there's like such a cultural thing about, Oh wow, they have such natural talent. Oh, they're so good. They're so, and that that's a beautiful thing too but there's also an amazing thing at just if you want to do something learn how to do it and keep doing it mm-hmm. you know learn those skills go for it copywriting is a skill i i have always been a natural storyteller but that can only take you so far when you are really trying to, to like master copywriting that is a hardcore skill that you have to practice at and that you have to keep learning from people who know even more than you and, you know, and you have to keep up leveling and keep up leveling that so many things in this world are, and, and I think we unfortunately ignore that.
0: Yeah, I would, I would definitely agree with you on that. I mean, I am a big pusher on this. Like you can learn anything as long as you are willing to put in the time and you believe that you can do it. So if you... If you don't believe that in yourself that you can accomplish something or learn a new skill, then you won't. But if you put the time into it, believe in yourself, you can do it.
1: Exactly. Right. And that goes towards that building that confidence up, Mm -hmm. you know, and, and so like if these little kids are thinking, oh, well, I don't have a natural talent, so I shouldn't put energy into science or into singing or into golf or whatever the hell they want to, you know, do if if they don't do that, then they miss that skill part and they miss that growth that comes with it and that confidence that's built in because all that focus is on the talent part and not on that skill building
0: part. Yes. Perfect. Do you have any other podcasts or books that you recommend? So
1: many. So many. (laughs) Big surprise. A lot of them are in the copywriting realm.
0: That's okay. Um, yeah.
1: <laughs> you yeah. know and and there's there's some some great teachers that you know for anybody who wants to pivot into what i do yeah. that kind of um like take you from that beginning stage you know um and and one of them actually it's technically a youtube thing not a podcast thing but um that's okay The, the okay I, I was like but the one i was talking about sarah turner she has a wonderful wonderful um youtube channel that okay. that really like walks people through those initial steps and then um my, my current uh, mentor, her name is Belinda Weaver. She is one half of the Hot Coffee Podcast. Um, and then of course, the the Copywriter Club, like, you know, that that's that's always a brilliant thing. And then I think um, two of the great books, whenever you're looking to pivot and starting a business, or even if you've already kind of delved into that world, is um, The Slight Edge and Profit First, because it's really helped to set you up and, you know, like help you level up. Mm -hmm. In those skill sets that traditional education and traditional corporate kind of, um, I I wouldn't say ignore, but they kind of brush over, you know, they, they don't go deep enough into, and they, they kind of assume is a little bit too much common knowledge. And both of those books really go into, to, to hone in on so that way you can
0: get some good foundation for your business. Good. You had said that, um. You're, you're on um, Clubhouse a lot, right? Um, yeah. So are you on mainly for like copywriting or do you jump on for like other things? Yeah, both. Because um, I, I do love to just kind of, you know, like
1: listen in and all of my other interests that are um, just like for fun because I, I do love science. So there's a lot of like neuroscientists and stuff that I, I listen to. Um, but I, I do some regular shows in there that are like a Q and a style all about like course creation and memberships because so much of building good ones depends on your messaging mm-hmm. and they depends on you know do people want to be with you and how do they you know um, interact with you and find you and all that kind of good stuff so yeah, I, I speak a lot about that. And then just because I have a background in business consulting, people will ask me about setting up businesses and how does this work and, you know, all that kind of good stuff. So while that's not my main focus in the company I have now, I'm always happy to, you know, help out and answer questions however I can. So I've, I've really enjoyed it. And I'm, I find it to be a, a more favorable platform for me because it's, it's, it's raw and unfiltered in the sense that it's, you know, it, it's not a, a picture that was taken who knows when that somebody like crafted really well and, and then they captioned really well and they thought it through. It's, you know, people just having a, a very like raw and native conversation like mm-hmm. like we're doing right now, you know, and yeah. that's a beautiful thing, um, you know, and it's real time and people can pop in and pop out. And I, I love that.
0: Yeah, I, I would agree. I. I jumped on clubhouse a handful of times too. Um, like the first week I felt like I kept getting sucked in. It was like all these different ones I wanted to listen to. And then I was like, okay, I got to take back my time, but yeah.
1: <laughs> yes. Boundaries are always important, right? Yeah. <laughs> and then you get pinged into a room and you're like, Oh, nope, nope. I have to do this instead. I have
0: to, Yeah. yeah. Focus. <laughs> How would you define success in your terms? Oh gosh. Um,
1: I think that that is definitely very like individual, you know, it, because it it has to be, it it has to be something that you decide for yourself. It can't be something that you let someone else decide, whether that's a family member, you know, a, a partner or yeah, or, or someone that you look up to even, right. It can't, it, it doesn't have to be a dollar figure or a type of house or, you know, all of those kind of like tangible things. Um, I, I think it's important with success to have a balance of, of um, interest, interest and extra balance of intrinsic and extrinsic, right? Internal, external. It, it has to be um, like the, that, that emotional sense of accomplishment mixed with, you know, I mean, like you can be successful just because your business is finally paying the bills. It doesn't have to be because you're a six figure, a seven figure, an eight figure, right? It can be this month, my, my side gig, my pivot, my, you know, baby business, whatever it is for you, finally paid every single bill this family had. Like that is awesome. That is success. It you don't have to wait to feel successful you know that that is the the important part to me about about success, and you can redefine success as you grow as a business owner and as a, an individual you know so it's not just one thing and it's not just um, a, a hard you know what, what am I trying to say it's not uh, static you know it, it's it, it evolves as you evolve yep yeah. but it it's a mix of internal and external gratification that you feel that might've been too fluffy of an answer, but <laughs> no, that's perfect. Right,
0: thank you so much for jumping on Tracy. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Thank you so much for listening through another episode and really thank you, Tracy, for jumping on and going through this interview with me and sharing your story. One thing that I didn't ask Tracy at the end was really to share where you can find her on social media. So I'll have this in the show notes, but you can find her website at IndieCopy.com. You can find her handle for IG at IndieCopy. She is on Clubhouse, like we talked about, at Tracy Indie Copy, and then Facebook at Tracy Indie Copy. And she's also on LinkedIn. So definitely check out the show notes so you can connect more with Tracy. And thank you again for listening in. Thank you so much for listening through another episode of Jamming with Jen. If you like the episode, definitely share it out with a friend. And if you're looking to connect with me more, follow me on Instagram. The handle is Jamming with Jen Podcast. Or you can always head over to the website at jenforstner.com. Thank you so much again and have a great day.